Back here at the Mullen Center in Amherst, the score is Merrimack 3, UMass 2. Tonight's second intermission is brought to you by Palmer's Restaurant of Andover. With great food, drink, and service, Palmer's is the place to be for your pregame meal or your postgame celebration. Joining us for the second intermission is Brad Davis. He's uh, well, formerly the Sports Information Director at Merrimack. He's now the Assistant Athletic Director for External Relations. And uh, much longer title, a lot more responsibility, Brad. And uh, uh, tell us about some of the things that have been going on that you've been involved with lately. Yeah, definitely a lot more responsibility, Mike. Um, a big thing I've worked on this winter with hockey season is television. Yeah, with, uh, with our first ever local TV contract with WBIN and Fox College Sports nationally, and you know, kind of oversaw all that production with Pack Network's help and you know Steve Degler on the play-by-play. They, we've all kind of pitched in and done their thing. But you know, TV's been a big thing for me, um, and, and you know, also as we look forward to the postseason and, and, and you know, hopefully we can get some home games and try to plan, you know, how we're going to create that atmosphere we did last year. So it's been a lot of fun, kind of doing some different things with hockey, um, but still, you know, traveling on the road and, and being a part of the program. And, um, you know, in addition to, to hockey stuff, uh, I've done a lot of sports supervision now. I oversee softball and the new swimming program. Um, so overseeing the hiring of that coach um, and as we look to this and the construction with YMCA as well. And of course there's the sponsorship and the marketing and, and you know, all the great things that Will Rothermel does um, and help you know, with him do a lot of that stuff as well. When do you sleep? I'll sleep in the summer, right? <laughs> you try to get as much sleep as you can the, the Sunday through Thursday because, you know, Friday and Saturday nights, you're, you're not getting a lot, especially after a game like last night. No kidding. Uh, I do want to ask you about TV uh, since you brought that up, uh, Timmy. A lot, of, a lot goes into a TV broadcast and producing a TV broadcast. Uh, well, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know how much you're able to share with us or anything, but, I mean, things I'm curious to know. I mean, how many cameras, uh, how many people involved? Uh, uh, I mean, if, if you can tell us what, you know, what is what is cost to produce a broadcast, especially the ones that you're doing this year in high definition? Sure. Well, we'll leave the costs out. Um, I think Pack Network would not want us to do that, but you know, it, it, it does vary, you know, based on the, the crew you use and everything. With, with Pack and WBIN, uh, we've had three cameras um, and about a six-person crew, so that's roughly half of what Nesson will do when they come in next Saturday, um, but I, you know, I think Pack's done a great job really helping us to get these things off the, you know, off the, the ground, um, and, and there's just so much that goes in behind the scenes. We've really tried to make it, you know, a Merrimack broadcast in every sense of the word, and you know, I think the, the game promotes itself with hockey, so we use the intermissions and pregame and, and any other moment we have to really promote the college and you know feature other teams. We have a team spotlight every game and a student athlete spotlight. You know, we'll have live guests. We'll, we'll pre-produce some packages. Last night we featured Judgment Day, a three-minute video on them, and you know we talked about Volpe with Glenn on the air. So we really try to use every minute we have on the air to promote Merrimack because we know it's not just a local audience seeing this; it's a national audience, and it's really a recruiting tool for the college. Is there a way that you're able to quantify it? I mean, I guess the reason I threw in the cost is, of course, you know, I mean, if it costs a ton of money to produce a broadcast and you're not really seeing a return, then is it worth it? But uh, I'm sure that you're looking for results and, and uh, uh, you know, you have expectations for things that are outside of uh, just dollars and cents. Sure. I mean, I think we're helping recruiting for everyone on campus. Admissions is having record numbers again this year, as they did last year, with trying to attract students to campus. And, you know, they're going to have, we'll have another 600-person freshman class next year, if not higher. And, you know, we like to think we're doing a big part helping there as well, really get the Merrimack name out nationwide. There's, there's no question that, you know, hockey fans nationwide now know who Merrimack is and that's really attracting people to, to, to North Andover to see what Merrimack's all about so really try to spread the word and, and, and spread that message as to what else Merrimack has to offer you know and, and we've done you know, we, we try to do whatever we can to really help the college and the admission side of it. Well the game last night against BU I, I believe the last at least the last regular season WBIN broadcast and, and also uh, national broadcast on Fox College Sports as it were but uh, possibility that we might see some games in the postseason? We'd love to uh, We obviously we have to wait and see 
see um, should we host hockey's quarterfinals, what the league chooses. Uh, there's a Friday night game on NBC Sports Network. There would be a Saturday afternoon game on Nesson within Hockey East. But if we're not chosen for those, we'd love to broadcast the games ourselves and put them on locally and, and hopefully even nationally. So, you know, unfortunately, we won't have any details publicly until that Sunday after the regular season ends. But that's definitely something we're looking at. Well, let's talk about the Volpe expansion project and all the work that's there. You know, the flyby was posted recently and uh, very impressive, at least to, to see the architect's rendering of how it's going to look when it's done. Uh, can, can you tell us where that stands? Yeah, it will be very exciting. Uh, we're really looking forward to it. I, I really have trouble picturing it myself. It's funny, as you, you know, you're outside the campus and you look at Volpe and it's going to be twice that size. Right. And you just try to picture it and I, I struggle to. Um, but it, it, it's been, you know, it's, as Glenn said last night in the air, it's, it's a bit of a frustrating process. There's, there's so many different, you know, people that have to approve the final plans and everything. And the fact that we live the, the campus is part of North, North Andover and Andover means that that's twice as much work. So we're really close to the, the final stages here. I don't want to put a time frame on when construction starts because a lot of it's weather-based too. Um, but we're really hoping really soon. And, you know, we know that's been a little behind, but that's that's natural with the construction projects. But everything, you know, the project's going to happen. There's no doubt about that. And we're already planning, you know, where the new Hall of Fame location is going to be and you know, what we're going to have in the new you know, concession areas and in the, in the new lobby and the new ticket office. So uh, I know Mike Kamal and, and Ed Bush have worked really hard for the new locker room. Um, almost every of our programs will have their own locker room now. Right now they share. A lot of the fall teams will share with the spring team. So they're looking at locker room designs and figuring all that out as well. And let's talk about what else is going on in the winter sports. Basketball, both basketball teams. I think they both played today. Is that right? They did. They played at home. Uh, actually, a pair of wins today over Stonehill. Uh, big win for the women's basketball team. Again, another one. Monique LeBlanc and her team's worked really hard this year. And she's done a great job in her first year. Obviously, the results aren't you know what, what everyone wanted. But I think a lot of people knew coming in this would be a tough year for the women. So they got a big win today. And also the men with a big win over Stonehill. The men moved into a tie for eighth right now. The top ten in the league will make the playoffs. So um, and we have four straight home games coming up, beginning Wednesday against St. Anselm, which will be a big game. Uh, the men are tied with St. Anselm for eighth. So that should be a showdown right there. And, uh, you know, a big stretch of basketball coming up here before the playoffs. And I know you're looking ahead to the spring season already as well. It's not that, that you know, it's right around the corner. We had Monique Goslin from the softball team on last night. And, and uh, obviously they're ranked. They're ranked 25th in the country. Uh, lacrosse is ranked. Uh, what am I missing? What else? I know. Tell us what's what in store for the spring teams. Sure. It's you know it's funny. I, we spent all this time after the fall talking about how this is our best fall season in, in recent history in at least ten years. And you know the winter's been pretty good, not as good as the fall, but there's still a lot of time left. And you know I think the spring is going to be as good as any season we've had here. We've got three nationally ranked teams going in. Uh, you mentioned softball, number 25 overall. They're the only team in the Northeast 10 who's nationally ranked. You know they were only two wins away last year from going to college world series and they return most of their team. So I think that's going to be a very exciting team to watch. Um, of course, men's lacrosse is ranked eighth in the country right now. You know, they're ranked every year and they've made the Northeast 10 Championship three straight years. So I think you know, they're going to have a great season as well. And women's lacrosse ranked 12th in the country going in. So they've been in fourth place in the three straight years they finished. And, you know, we expect that or better coming this year as well. And baseball will be improving from where they are. Jim Martin's really kind of you know, built that team from scratch. And in his second year, I think they'll compete. And let's not forget men's tennis, who's made four straight NCAA tournaments, the first four in the history of the program. I think that, you know, they'll compete as well for that as, again. Yeah, we're talking with Brad Davis. He's the assistant athletic director for external relations at Merrimack. And uh, uh, another thing that you guys have worked to do over the last few years is, is adding sports. Uh, can you just uh, tell, you know, for the folks that haven't heard it before, tell us the philosophy behind it. And, and uh, I know that there are some new sports coming in next year, swimming and diving. And uh, I forget if they're the only ones or not. But uh, uh, what else may be in the store for the future? Yeah, we've added quite a few sports. I think three years ago we were at 16. And, and we go to next year, we'll be at 24. 
Um, and a lot of it is, is to help the college with enrollment. Um, we've, we've really tried to, you know, as we keep adding more student athletes, we've increased squad sizes on teams as well. So as we add more programs, that's more student athletes we have. And, you know, that that also helps our funding as well. We get, you know, we get a good amount of that of that money that comes in with it. So we're helping the enrollment and it helps the department at the same time. Indoor track and, indoor and outdoor track and field, this is their second year. Um, and they're going to have up to 50 student athletes on each team, um, possibly even by next year. We've started women's crew and women's golf this year. And they have a fall and a spring season. So they're, you know, starting to get going for the spring. And as you said, next year we'll have men's and women's swimming and diving. And we might even have men's golf. So we're talking about that as well. And, you know, there might even be a few more coming down the road here. We'll, we'll kind of see what happens. And also, of course, uh, th th there's been the talk recently. Uh, it was brought up by Dr. Hopi back in the fall about possibly moving the, the college's athletic department to Division One. Where, where does that stand right now? Still in the exploratory phases. Um, you know, I know Glenn's done a great job of, of going out and visiting different Division One campuses and meeting with athletic directors and commissioners and gauging their interest and, and seeing kind of where we fit and you know trying to find the best conference for us. That's really important is to, to find the right conference if we're going to do it. You want to have a good fit, um, especially you know the, there's a seven-year exploratory phase where you can't go to the NCAA tournaments anywhere you know, outside of hockey. Who's already a Division One team? So there's no question there'll be some struggles early on if, if we do make the move. But you know long term, it's 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 great for the college. It's great for you know, that, that image for everyone nationally to know Merrimack's a Division One program. And you know we've certainly the message we get from other athletic directors and commissioners is that Merrimack is certainly capable of doing this going forward in Division One. And they see kind of the success hockey's had and the atmosphere it's created and, and the presence it's brought. And there's no question that there's no reason why we couldn't do that with our other sports. All right, Brad, we'll certainly be following that story closely. I want to thank you for coming on to join us and thanks for everything that you do. A lot of hard work there at the school talking about people that we've had on throughout the season who uh, do a lot of hard work behind the scenes to make Merrimack the, the success that it is and nobody works harder than this guy. So, Brad, thank you very much. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. All right, that's been Brad Davis, the Assistant Athletic Director for External Relations, our guest in the second intermission with the Warriors leading UMass. The score is 3-2.